It's been too long since you've been gone. Feels good when I'm with you and I miss you. I'm coming back home. What's up, everybody? Welcome to season two in the rehab room, the place where we talk about all things life from the middle of the journey. In this room, we focus on living, learning, and evolving in life one day at a time without the pressure of perfection. I am your host, Therese Johnson, and I am so glad that you're joining me here in the room today for not just another conversation, but baby, another season. I am so happy to be back with you all. I know that it has been a minute, but trust me, it was well worth the wait. This season, I have so much for us to talk about, so much for us to navigate through, and I'm just excited to get this thing kicked off. Thank you for all of my returning listeners. What's up to all of my newbies? I'm just glad to have y'all in the room today. Before we go forward, if you have not already done so, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening from so that you are always notified when I upload a new episode because I don't want you missing out, babe. I have a ton of great topics this season and trust me, You do not want to miss out on any of the episodes. So make sure that you have subscribed. Also, if you don't mind rating this podcast and leaving a review, that would be amazing as well so that I can continue to grow this platform and we can reach more people. I am, let me calm down because I'm really excited to start this season. I have so much in store for us and we're not even going to wait. We're just going to hop right into it. As you can see, we're kicking off this season talking about change. And I want to be clear on what I mean by change. The change that I am talking about are not changes that we intentionally try to make um, in our lives or for ourselves, but changes that happen that are beyond our control. What do you do when everything changes and there's nothing you can do about it? Yeah, you hear that? That's how change sounds to me. Like, for real, that's what I hear in my head when life throws me curveballs. We talked about this last season. In fact, I ended the season with me saying, and I quote, I have to make peace with pivots because pivots happen whether I like it or not. Do y'all remember me saying that on the last episode? If you don't, go back and listen to it so that you'll know where I'm coming from. I told you all that I would be carrying that lesson into 2023, but I had no idea just how real that would be for me. I had no idea that I was about to learn how to practically make peace with pivots. So much has changed within this first quarter of 2023 for me. Some things have been amazing. Other things have been eh, manageable changes that are like, oh, okay, this ain't that bad. I can roll with it. But then there's other changes that have been like, oh, why? Why, Lord? Is this really necessary? Like, let me know if you feel me on any part of that. And I'm going to be honest, like, I am still not a huge fan 
of curveballs and changes. Why? Because they're scary. Because I'm still recovering from being a control freak. Because I like to plan. I like to be able to put all of my, you know, little squares in a row and go step by step by step. But life is really teaching me that that's not a practical way of living. But one thing that I have learned as it relates to change is that sometimes change can be exactly what you need, even when you don't see it right away. What do I mean by that? Let me go ahead, go ahead and give y'all a example from what I'm experiencing right now. As I said in the last episode of season one, I had to make a decision a few months ago as it relates to my education. I had a plan that I had already, you know, started putting in place that was going to put me on track to be able to graduate at the end of this current year. So I planned to graduate by winter of 2023. But then when I found out that I was pregnant, I decided that I needed to change some things around, which was going to kind of push that date back by one semester. And so at the end of last year, that was a pivot. I made peace with it and I moved on. And I'm thinking, okay, everything is cool. So fast forward to the start of this spring semester. I was a little over four months pregnant when we started the semester. And of course, I'm taking a full course load. And normally I would choose you know, the harder classes so that I can get them out the way. But I decided I was going to choose some not as important classes just in case things change with my health or the baby's health. Now, to give this even more context, I have been either pregnant and working or pregnant in school or pregnant working and in school every single time that I have been pregnant. So in my brain, this was, you know, normal life for me. Nothing in my brain told me, Cerise, this might not be a good idea because I'm superwoman, right? Ain't you superwoman? Ain't you? I mean, don't we just, life happens. We pick things up. We just keep going, right? So I'm thinking I can take these classes and go from finals to the delivery room. No problem. When I tell you all, I was wrong. (laughs) I was wrong. I got to the second week of my classes this past spring, um, this spring semester, and I was walking to class. Now, mind you, I started the semester over four months pregnant. I go to a major university, which means that Parking is a nightmare. So I'm having to park at a garage that is at least two full blocks down the road. That means I have to walk from the parking garage all the way up these two blocks just to get to one class, cross over another street to get to the other class, and then to get back to my car, walk those three blocks back to my car to get home. So after a week and a few days of doing this, I was walking to class and I started crying. I literally was like, I cannot do this. My body was hurting. I was out of breath. I had a really hard time breathing early on in my pregnancy for whatever reason. And emotionally, I was already fatigued mentally. I was already fatigued and I felt so conflicted in my spirit because 
on the you know, on the paper, I was doing good. These classes I was actually enjoying and I was, you know, getting a good grade in in those classes so far. But I was like, God, I cannot do this. So I called my husband, actually I texted him and I said, babe, I don't think I can do this. And I waited for him to respond. He kind of, you know, just had me to calm down. I ended up still going to class. And as I'm sitting in class, I'm wiping tears and trying to be a part of the discussion, y'all. It was a hot mess. But I was wiping tears because for the first time, I felt like I had made a bad decision. I was choosing to force myself to continue on as if, I wasn't having a whole baby as if I wasn't carrying a whole human because I've done this before. And my tears were partly frustration because I was feeling like, why is this so different? And we're still talking about change because some things really did change. I was feeling like, why is this so different? I have done this more than once. I had two kids in high school. I don't know if if everyone knows that. I was a teenage mother. I had my oldest child when I was a freshman and I had my my second son as a senior. I crossed the stage wobbling with a great GPA, might I add. I mean, I did that, right? Then with my twins, I worked and went, I worked, not and went to school. I worked with the twins probably up until maybe month seven and I'm carrying twins. So I'm like, okay, I did that. I had, had the boys when I was a teenager, had the twins in my twenties, then got pregnant with my youngest while I was doing my associates program. And I not only worked while I was pregnant with her, I went to school while I was pregnant with her, did a whole practicum and graduated with honors. So how come Things are so much harder for me this time around. And as I was talking with my guidance counselor through it, like I I love people that can just keep it real. Y'all know I'm all about realness. And I have an older Caucasian lady as my guidance counselor. And she talked to me. She asked, she was like, can I just talk to you like you were my daughter? And I'm like, yeah. She said, baby, let me tell you. Yes, you did it all those other times. But you a little up in age now. She said, you're 35. 35 is very different than 20, hun. And when I tell you through my tears, I laughed because she was absolutely right. I was a teenager and in my 20s doing all that stuff and having baby and having babies. Maybe at 35, my body is different. My mental space is different. My emotional capacity is different. My whole life is different. And different times and seasons call for different decisions to be made. I'm going to say that one more time. Different times and seasons call for different decisions to be made. And that's a major point that I want you to understand in this conversation about change of plans. When you're making decisions and planning life, you have to stop and consider what is my current situation telling me is the best thing right now. You cannot make a today decision based off yesterday's data. That can be detrimental for you. 
So when you're weighing the pros and the cons, it has to be solely based on what your life is like right now and what effect would this decision have on your tomorrow? Because what worked before, it just might not work this time. That's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned in this season of change is that when I'm making plans, I have to understand that outdated data, it doesn't apply right here. I have to decide and make and make changes and plan things according to what my life is like right now today and what I want it to be further down the line. And so after I had that real candid conversation with my guidance counselor, I ended up dropping my classes and I cried. Y'all, I cried so much because I could just see my degree. Ooh, don't do that, threes. I could see my degree and my career just being pushed back further and further. I cried because I always teach my kids that you can do anything that you put your mind to. You just have to keep pushing forward. And this time, I couldn't live up to my own standards. And this is just in my opinion. I couldn't live up to my own pressure. And honestly, my inner bully beat me down so bad. And it was causing me to be full of fear and anxiety because I started to think, what if I never go back? What if I just ruined my financial aid? What if, what if, what if? I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how many what ifs came up in my mind. But let me tell you what didn't come up. The what if that I never considered was what if this is the best possible decision for my current situation and beyond? Yeah. What if this change of plans is actually good for me? What if this change of plans actually is the best decision versus forcing myself to stick to plans that are negatively affecting me or plans that are just not working? I want to tell you this. Do not spend another day sticking to a plan that is not working for you. When a change is needed, make the change. When you know for sure that there is a change that needs to be made, I know that it can be scary. I know that it can be intimidating and you can feel like you're making the worst decision, but I'm telling you, make the change because it just might be the best thing that you can do for yourself. Well, Therese, how do you know? Well, let me tell you how I know because that is exactly how it worked out for me. In full transparency, can I tell you that the very next week after I dropped my classes, I received some news concerning my baby and my pregnancy that totally shook me. This news changed everything. I went from having a slightly high risk pregnancy due to a few other, you know, small little complications and health things into a full blown high risk pregnancy that not only required twice as much much monitoring and doctor's appointments, but I even had to change doctors. Like I went from my original OB that delivered my last baby to not just one new doctor, but a team, two to be exact, two new teams of doctors 
to monitor this current situation that we're facing. All of these changes were happening and it was completely out of the blue and unexpected and beyond my control. And you want to know what I thought after leaving that initial appointment when they first gave me some, some unsettling news about my baby. I turned to my husband. I said, babe, I'm so glad I dropped those glasses. I am so glad that I was brave enough to do that because there would have been no way for me to continue to have a heavy workload um, in school and be able to manage all of these appointments and all these ups and downs and the stress of it all just it would have been way too much this change of plans was more necessary than I anticipated me having to drop those classes and all of those what ifs like none of the what ifs even mattered anymore after that because I knew that I had made the best decision for me, for my mental space, for my emotional space. I needed this moment to just breathe. And one thing that I had shared with my counselor, and even when I was talking to my sisters about, you know, me dropping the classes, I had told them that I have never been able to just be pregnant. I've always went to work or went to school or done both, but I've never just been a pregnant stay at home mom. And my counselor said, well, baby, this is maybe this is time. And this is before we knew things about the pregnancy and about the baby. But I'm so glad for this change of plans. Yeah, the same person that started this episode talking about how I hate curveballs and I hate things that happen beyond my control. I still kind of do. But I am grateful that this particular change of plans, me having to change things up with my school, it actually worked for me. And I am at the place of learning that changes can be manageable if you can just breathe. You just got to breathe through the change. So what do you do? When there's a change of plans, well, you go with it, but don't go with it full of fear and anxiety. Go with the change, anticipating the good things that can come from this decision to make a switch. Don't waste your time fighting against the change. Embrace it. I want you to pause. I want you to take a breath. And then I want you to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Also, when things change, I want you to understand what change is and what change isn't. Change is scary, but it is not impossible to face or overcome. Change can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to steal your joy concerning your future. And also, change is necessary, and it is not always a bad thing. I want to close this episode by saying this. If you are in a season of change, I want you to know that you are not alone. And I know I say that a lot on this podcast, but I want you to know that I'm not saying it because it's a cliche. I really want my listeners to understand that you are not experiencing life 
alone, that things that are happening to you, changes and transitions and whatever is going on, that life is not just happening to you, that we are all experiencing something and you're not alone. I want you to know that I'm rooting for not just you, but for us. I'm rooting for us to be able to navigate new processes and new changes and transitions with grace and peace. And if you find that you are overwhelmed in these change of plans or in these different times of transition, I want you to take as much time to pause and breathe as you need. I want you to not be so quick to get to the deadline or even get to the end of the change or end of the challenge, but just take a minute to pause and breathe. As a matter of fact, let's do that together. I want you to take a deep breath in. Take a short pause. And then breathe out. I want you to make a practice of doing that when you feel anxiety rising, when you feel stressed, when you feel overwhelmed or when you just feel like you just need to take a breath. I want you to do that as many times as you need. And then, and only then keep going. Don't let changes of plans keep you from forward movement. You can, and you will conquer these seasons of change. How do I know it? Because I'm doing it, okay? I'm doing it first. Well, maybe not first, but I'm working my way through this thing, y'all. And while I'm still on here, let me say for those that do know me personally, I don't want you to freak out about the baby or anything. Trust and believe. Y'all already know that I'm a woman of faith and I am married to what I call God's second version of Abraham. So y'all already know we're over here believing God that all is well. We don't even have to say all will be well. We believe that all is well. Um, as a matter of fact, we've already gotten some positive um, feedback from the doctors that we have met concerning this thing that um, has come up about our baby and we're not afraid. Okay. And so I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to freak out. If you want to do anything, just keep us in prayer and pray that we continue to navigate this season well. Okay. Woo, y'all. That was a loaded episode. I am so excited for what I have coming this season. I am really inspired to continue down this transparency lane because transparency is my lane and I plan to take it to the next level this season. I have so many other topics in store. I also want to give you all the opportunity to send me topics or send me things that you might want to um, have me discuss on here. Any questions that you have, you can always send it to my DM. If you follow me on Instagram, um, I am at the rehab room with the underscore at the end. You can also find me on Facebook at my name, Therese Johnson. Hopefully you're already following me, but if you're not, head on over and follow me. I'm going to be a lot more active than I have been in the last couple of months because I want to continue in this space that God has given me. So that is all I have for you all today. Until next time, I hope that you all have an amazing week and I will see you again soon in the rehab room. Bye.